Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. What is happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah Losey. And this is Branded, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this episode of the podcast, we're going to dial things back a little bit. On one of our previous episodes, we were talking about the various components that go into a brand. And this is a bit of a follow-up to that discussion. And we're going to focus in on brand values and the guiding principles behind our brand values. And there's so much to cover here, but I think we could just jump in by trying to understand maybe, Sarah, if you can help us get there, understand what are the values per se of a brand? So your brand values are kind of similar to a personal values. These are the things that you stand for. These are ideas or, or concepts that you are very, feel very committed to. And when we establish our brand values, it helps us to guide the way we want to act and guide the way that we want our company to work and to act as we go into the future. And when you sit down and really figure out your brand values, it's really helpful when you create your mission and your vision statements, because what is it that you're trying to do and what impact are you trying to have? Those brand values are going to show that to you. Well, and it sounds like a lot of that is revolves around the ethical foundations of the brand, the way that we conduct our business. And a lot of people look at their brand and they think it's just that logo or it's just that graphical representation. But the values that are in our brand is displayed just as prominently as our color schemes, as our fonts, as our logo in the way that we deliver that brand value or that brand message. So if we have a product or a service that we go through, part of our brand is the ethical manner in which we deliver that product. With brand values, it's so important, especially when we're talking about personal branding, because your brand is a representation of who you are. What is it that you as a person stand for? And how can we incorporate those values into the products that we're trying to deliver to our customers. Well, I think that falls back onto that responsibility that we as the business owners have to demonstrate that on a consistent basis. It's funny when you see entrepreneurs that are out there and they have a certain brand that revolves around their business, but then if you start to follow their social media, you start to see some of the ways they conduct themselves in a different environment, some of the messaging that seems, well, directly counterintuitive to the brand message they have for their business. So we kind of have, and we don't kind of, we definitely have that responsibility, especially as entrepreneurs, to carry that, that brand message, the ethics that we have behind the value in our brand across all aspects of our lives. Yeah. And then once we get into those values, we need to establish our guiding principles. What that means is the value is what we're what means something to us and what we stand for. But those guiding principles are the ways that we want to conduct ourselves, the ways that we want to act in order to uphold those values. When we determine what our brand is and how we want to 
be seen and how we want to act, those values are really important. Now, I know, Larry, you actually just did a little bit of a rebrand in the last couple of months when you went from readily random to red hat. What is one of your values? Well, I think one of the biggest values that I try to demonstrate on an ongoing basis is innovation. You know, Mm -hmm. everything that I try to do revolves around being at the forefront of the evolution of whatever niche it is that I'm working in, whether it's content creation, try to stay on top of things as far as what are the latest and greatest tools and techniques that we can leverage in our content creation. Uh, That's one of the reasons or one of the things that actually led me to the opportunity to even start talking about AI. And then in a very short period of time, going from an unknown in that space to a thought leader in a variety of different industries in the AI space. So that innovation, that value that I established in my brand allowed. And and when you tie these, these things together, that's what establishes the trust with your potential customer or client, the trust with your community or your group or others that are in your niche. But you have to have that consistency across the board and you have to lead with those values and lead with those ethics and lead by demonstrating, by taking the personal responsibility to live each aspect of your life and grow your business and work with your community in a very, very consistent fashion. And I know that is something that you actually take seriously because the amount of times you've made fun of me for not knowing what's going on because I consider you my my little go-to. People ask me like, oh, so what's new in- That doesn't sound condescending at all. <laughs> it's It was meant to be a compliment. You'll have to oh, dig thanks. for it. Thank you, um, thank you. But I've had people ask me like, I want to get into YouTube and how do I make sure my videos are getting viewed? I'm like, give me a second. Let me call Larry and get him to explain it to me. And then I'll explain it to you because <laughs> you are so set on making sure you know exactly what's happening and how things are changing. And I wait until you figure it out. And then I ask for basically the Spark Notes version, so <laughs> I can attest first. Hold, 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 hold on, let's dial that back. What are Spark Notes? Am I just too old to know what, what? those are? I mean, we used to call them Cliff Notes back in my day. Is okay, it's thing? it's the same thing. Okay, okay. There was I, I in, when we were in high school. There was a website called Spark Notes, and if you looked up the book you had to read for school, they'd give you like a bulleted summary. Yeah, well, that was, that was Cliff Notes. I think the, I think Gen Z calls it like too long, didn't read. Oh, TLDR. TLDR, yeah. TLDR. I actually, I subscribe to a newsletter. And for anybody listening, if you want to look for the TLDR newsletter, it is an amazing newsletter that brings you up to speed on some of the latest technology and and opportunities to leverage innovations in your own content creation in your own business. TLDR, I highly recommend it. Check it out. Not sponsored, no affiliate link, but look it up. You'll you'll appreciate it each and every day. Clearly not sponsored because I've never heard of it. No, not sponsored (laughs) at all. But man, I I get both the, the regular TLDR newsletter and the TLDR. DRAI newsletter Ooh. as well. Check them both out. They're good. Interesting. See, yeah. more, not- more proof. Well, and that's how I stay on top of things. Just It's just like that. I, I watch a ton of YouTube videos. I engross myself in all aspects of content creation and AI. I mean, there's a couple of amazing YouTube channels out there that can bring you up to speed as, t- as well. Now, granted, you probably don't want to fall asleep to YouTube each night watching AI videos like I do or wake up in the morning and the first thing you consume is a is another AI video on YouTube like I do after Andy Griffith, of course. Uh, but of course. my point is, is that I 
I do this on a consistent basis so that I can stay on top of things, so that I can be seen as an expert or a thought leader in the innovation space within content creation and AI. I mean, that's where my clients are. That's what my brand represents. That's what people expect from the red hat. When you go under the brim of the red hat, what are you going to get? What are those values? What are those ethics? What is that responsibility that I demonstrate each and every day to each and every one of my clients? And those are the types of questions that everybody out there that's trying to establish a brand has to be able to answer for themselves. So TLDR, Red Hat Media values innovation. So Larry <laughs> spends his time watching YouTube videos and reading new newsletters to learn about stuff. Do we do we need one of those alarms? Because I think we just had a nerd alert. It was just going <laughs> off right there. Just a big loud siren that's going off. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. I thought I thought the red hat was just that siren. Oh gosh. Just, right. That's just the the nerd beacon. This isn't going well for me. So. Yeah, when does it? <laughs> So once we have all that established, uh, we can start looking at some other things that have to do with our, our brand values as well, like goals. People need to understand that we as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have goals as well. And those goals should be defined and revolve around the values behind our brand. One of the values for my brand is kindness and positivity. I guess that's two, but they go hand in hand. But I am very dedicated to spreading kindness, spreading positivity. So one of my guiding principles is I will only work with brands or entrepreneurs or individuals who have some kind of message of positivity or have some goal or vision or mission to have a positive impact, whether it's on one person or on the world or on a community, whatever it is. So when we talk about goals, that means that one of my goals is I want to help others have positive impacts. So I want to work with people so that I can help them do that. Well, and I think one of the things that we need to make sure we do is convey that message that you're delivering here in our mission and our vision statements. You've helped me a lot as far as developing the Red Hat brand goes. I didn't necessarily, okay, I just didn't flat out. Okay, there's no excusing it. There's no beating around the bush. I did not have a mission statement or a vision you for didn't. my company. There was nowhere on the website that talked about mission, nothing, nothing on the website that talked about vision, but now I have both. And it was definitely through your help every step of the way. What is your mission statement for Favorite Daughter Media? My mission is, and I'm just going to read this off my sure. website verbatim. Favorite Daughter Media was created to help mission-driven brands and creators amplify their social reach and impact. Fueled by creativity and a constant desire to do more, Favorite Daughter combines content creation with business strategy, introducing a fresh perspective and emerging media trends to new or established brands. Okay, so you read that very, very fast, but it, it, let's let's dial it back a little bit and maybe step through it. Okay. What does that mean to you? And what does that mean to somebody that reads it? I don't know. I did it through ChatGPT. Okay. Well, that works. I did it, not. At least know, it sounds it. good. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely did not. Basically, I wrote my mission because I was trying to get across some of those values. One of the things I value is creativity. And that was a really important one to me when I was establishing my brand because I came from an industry that kind of lacked creativity. I was in finance for years and I was able to be creative, but not to the point that I wanted to. So I felt like I was kind of always reining it back. So I incorporated creativity and fueled by creativity 
into my mission statement because it was something that I felt so strongly about. I really wanted to be able to create as much as I could and not limit the ideas that I had and not limit anything that might seem crazy or out of the box. I wanted to run with that. I didn't want to hide it away like I felt like I had been. So that was one of them. And I had talked about fresh perspective. And that's something that I also consider kind of one of my values is always kind of thinking of something new and not to the innovation point that you have it, but more of there are so many things that we haven't tried before. And as a marketing person, we get kind of stuck in our ways a lot, especially when we're working with a big company, when things have layers of approval they have to go through. It's kind of one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it ideas. And I don't like that because if it ain't broke, yeah, it's working, but it could be working better. What are we missing? What are we forgetting? Are we losing sight of kind of what could be happening? And even what I mean, that was something that even when I worked in finance, I brought with me because I joined an industry that was very set in stone. It was very, um, it is what it is, financial planning. We work with wealthy individuals and help them plan for their retirements, but that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to do something different and I wanted to have a positive impact. So I started changing the way things were happening. So I started creating free resources when free wasn't really a word in the vocabulary before. And I started being creative and using my creativity to have an impact and it worked and it actually ended up making a lot of changes at the company, which was amazing. But I wanted to take that into my own company as well. So when I speak to established brands, especially, and they tell me like, yeah, no, I've been pretty steady, but I feel like I could do more. I want to look at what they've been doing and find all of those different opportunities that they've overlooked. Well, I think that's a testament to the fact that our our brand, our, our mission, uh, our vision, and really just the entire foundation of our brand has that opportunity to evolve. And not only does it have the opportunity, it's just something that's going to happen. It's going to change over the years. It's going to evolve and it's going to grow. Ironically enough, I, you know, before we started re- recording this, this episode, I was looking at my website and there's not a damn thing about innovation in my mission statement or my vision statement. Neither their innovation it's is in nowhere in story. there. It's in my brand story. It is. But it's I know because I wrote or, it. But it's not in the mission <laughs> or the vision. So, <laughs> but it is on, I made sure it was on your website. Well, uh, this we'll episode edit of branded, we expose Larry and all of his faults. <laughs> this is great, but it, uh, again, uh, my point there is that things are going to evolve mm-hmm. and they're going to transform over time. You know, when I when I first got into this whole game back in fourteen, I had no idea what any of this was or, or, or what it was all about. But you know, coming out of the gate, everything was about comedy and being silly and being really just as offensive as possible because everything was revolving around 80s style comedy. And that's what comedy was back in the 80s. It evolved to the point where that ran its course. We'll leave it at that. And I had to move into a, a different arena and I was completely lost. And then I ended up in, in, in a transitional phase called Readily Random, which I found out quickly that that didn't do anything because nobody knew what the heck it meant. And then that evolved today into the Red Hat. And of course, there were a couple of offshoots. I say a couple. There were many <laughs> offshoots. There were many one and two episode podcasts that came during that time because I was consistently looking for that mission. I was looking for that vision statement. I was looking for the 
establishment of a brand that I could rely on, that I could build values on, and that people could put confidence in and have trust in what I'm bringing to the table. And that's such a key component to everything that we're doing is having that trust. And while it may take time to get there, I mean, we're coming up on my 10 years of podcasting here. I mean, we're about a year out from that. So a good solid nine years in right now to find me where I'm at today. And I finally, over the last 18 to 24 months, started gaining the public's trust in this regard. They started understanding who I was and what my personal brand was. And not just from a physical representation, but again, what is inside that brand, what the values are behind that brand, what the ethical considerations are behind that brand. And they found that they could put trust in the fact that I am going to go to sleep and wake up studying, learning, innovating along the way, and I can help them do the same thing. But that's the, the message that I want to convey here is that don't get too caught up in where you're at. It, it's a journey. And while we need these components, we're not locked in to that specific mission. We're not locked into that specific vision. Uh, it's great to have it in our brand story, which I obviously have innovation in my brand story. Obviously. It'll continue to evolve into my mission and vision statement as well. Yeah, when I looked at your website, because you came to me and asked if I would help you with your mission, vision, and your brand story, your brand story was more of your personal story. And that's, I mean, that's okay. It's a personal brand, but I felt like they were, it was missing that why should we trust you piece of it that you were just talking about. And it was more of get to know me and who I am, but less of get to know why you should trust me and why you should work with me. So yours was the easiest rewrite I've probably ever done because I already felt like I knew you so well. I may have spent 20 minutes rewriting your brand story and your mission and vision because you despite not having it on your website, it was things that you were already living by and already using to shape your brand. You just didn't know it yet. So that's kind of one of the takeaways I want people to get from this. When we talk about how we define our brands, how we establish those values, how we establish the mission and vision, so many times it's something you already say all the time. I have branding summits and branding meetings with different companies. And I'll tell them from the start, I'm not going to come up with your mission statement. You're going to tell it to me. It's just something that you say so often that you don't think about it anymore. So it doesn't stand out to you as this is my mission statement or this is my vision statement. It's just kind of part of like your elevator pitch. So, so many times when I have these conversations, I'm just writing down exactly what they're saying, presenting it back to them. And they're like, oh, that's genius. That's exactly what we were trying to say. I was like, I know, cause you've been saying it. So if you wanna sit down and try to come up with these for yourself, Think of all the things you already say. I can almost guarantee you will find your mission statement there. Some of the ways that you can really expand on that would be potentially, if you have a team, sit down and brainstorm with your team. You know, ask them, what does our brand stand for? What do you as team members feel our brand represents? That's one of the ways you could go about it. Have those conversations with the people that work with you on a consistent daily basis. Another way you could do it is potentially survey your customers. Uh, odds are you already have an extensive client base or a customer base. Put together a survey, send it out as part of your email marketing campaigns. Ask your clients, what do you see 
as the value that you got from working with me and my company. And one more way that you could do that potentially is to uh, analyze your, your, your competition. You know, look at the people around you that are in the same industry or the same niche that you're in and see what they're doing. Take a look at what their values are. See if those values align with you or if they can help expose some of the values that you potentially have that maybe your competition doesn't. And that's something that we're always looking for is how do we stand out above and beyond our competition and having an idea or really knowing exactly what the values are for your competition can help you isolate and focus on your own core values and leverage those to stand out. Can I add a fourth one? Please. Look at your testimonials or the reviews that your clients have sent you, uh, which kind of goes hand in hand with the survey. But if you're like me, I don't like to ask for feedback. I don't like to ask people for things because A, I'm scared it'll be mean. And B, I just don't want to kind of put anyone out. But when I was coming up with mine, I looked at the testimonials and the reviews I'd already gotten and checked if there was anything that was consistent among them. And one of them was creativity. And that was my reminder to, I need to incorporate this into my branding. So you can look at the things that people have already said about you, and that might give you some ideas as well. Love it, love it. So there's four easy ways to start identifying the values for your brand and your business. Uh, and if you got some value out of this episode, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button so we can bring you these amazing episodes of Branded each and every week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Larry Roberts. I'm Sarah Lissy. We'll see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.